Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up, everyone? You've downloaded today's podcast. Regulars know on Fridays we like to bounce, baby. Here it is. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. But it was a big week. We all decided to live together as flatmates. So this is a recap of things we've learnt living together. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. Well, what a time we have had. It all started a few weeks ago when Stab Abby and I were wondering what would it be like if we went back to our younger years. Stab Abby and Maddie are now flatties. It started as a joke. Could we live together? Because I think you change your ways when you uh, don't live with flatmates anymore and you live with your family. You're not used to sharing yeah, as much. That's true. We wanted to go proper share house, like as if, as if we were back when we were 18. I'm doing a homebrew, guys. Oh, classic. <laughs> doing a homebrew in the garage. Just, be, I mean, just becomes murky beer-flavoured water that yeah. makes you sick. This is his yeah. idea of heaven. explodes. Throughout the week, we've been put in real-life flatting scenarios, and one we were faced with was... What if one of our idiot flatmates sold all of our furniture on Facebook Marketplace? Facebook Facebook Marketplace. We were all having dinner and we were sitting on the couch mm. when we had a knock at the door. Mm. Oh, sorry, guys. Hello. That's all right. Come I'm on in. just here to pick up the lounge suite. You're here to pick up the lounge suite. Is this number 50? Yes, yes. it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> who, who are you? <laughs> just picking up the, the lounge suite from Sue. Dang. Come on. I'll give you a hand. Okay, thank you. Right. Yeah, I'm going to keep working on dinner. Oh, look, I'll do it. No, you're right. <laughs> Equal me. opportunity. Thank you very much. And I learned, turns out half of Brisbane wanted these couches. She mentioned that there were two couches that I could come and pick up from here. Oh, that's an issue. Is there a sewer around? I was here for couches. Can. Bought the couches, then we had another girl come, but they're already sold, so the couches are, uh, are gone. Have a listen to Abby when she had the final story. There's someone at the door. They'll be looking for Sue wanting to buy a couch. Hi. Sue? No, wrong house, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> you stay there, what's your name? Uh, Matt. Matt. No worries. <laughs> I also learnt that Facebook Marketplace, well, it can be a real nightmare sometimes. So I bought a guinea pig of Facebook Marketplace. Mm -hmm. The lady was like, oh, she's really shy, she's really timid. And I took my kids and the guinea pig back to the car and we opened up the box and she was actually passed away. She was a dead guinea pig. Oh, my goodness. Um, And (laughs) I went back and knocked on the door and the lady just wouldn't answer. Oh, my God. And you had the kids there. Yes, it was quite traumatic. What did you do? Just leave it at her door? Well, no. My kids were devastated. We took it home and dug a hole in the Oh, you had to bury it. (laughs) You paid to bury someone else's... Pink. We barely like, knew you. Found a name. They called it Rosie. Oh, like, oh okay. Like, wow. Like, yeah. Oh, that is so sad. How much did you pay for it? Fifty dollars. Oh, oh no. God. I love that. That's your question. Yeah. <laughs> Traumatized children. A reasonable price. I just, I, just like, I need to know the facts, Caroline. That's all. We made probably the biggest mistake you can make. We threw a midweek party. We got a bit excited. We had a bit of a party last night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We got first night fever. Shiz went down. And I learned it's always best to clean up the very next day because surprise, surprise, we had... A house inspection. Hello. Hello. Are you? I'm Jen. How are you? Come Hi, to Jen. The inspection. Come on in. Oh, was there a party in here? No. 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 Actually, no. There's a hole in there. 
There's a hole in the wall. Hole? Yeah. What hole? In the bedroom. There's a hole in the wall. I think that was here when we got here, wasn't no, it? No, no. Can you point out? And there was out? no parties, and there's clearly been a party. You've, you've got to fix the hole in the wall. We will do that. We'll absolutely do that. I also learnt that in desperate times, you'll do some pretty desperate things. Apologies to the neighbours. I didn't even think because at 4 a.m. to us yeah. is normal time. I'm like, let's try that. <laughs> we did the full dad thing. It's not working, dad. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm trying it. It's not working. Give it a minute. <laughs> so I end up just having a cold shower. Yeah, we've all been there before when the gas bill wasn't paid. Oh, I almost forgot. I also learned what it's like to sleep next to Stab. No, that's not a chainsaw. That's Stab snoring. That's a possum. <laughs> it sounds like a possum, it does. doesn't it? It doesn't really it? does. Yeah. Like God a mating, mating call. God damn those possums. And I kicked you mm. because when Stav sleeps, he's also a tree lopper in his sleep. I was, I was one second away from smothering you. And I apologise. Yeah, we're kicking you out. All in all, it's been a great week, but I'm not going to lie, I do prefer sleeping beside my wife. That's what I've learned about living with Stav and Abby this week, and you can get more on the podcast. Just download the listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're back. Yeah. We'll find out which one's gonna blow the stack. <laughs> but the real state of course. It's always bad when we say things as a joke and then we go, oh, why don't we do it? Because we're saying, imagine going back and living as flatmates. We never did it, but we're like, imagine going back to, it felt like teenage years, I guess. Well, we acted like teenagers. We did on the first day and I'm really suffering from it ever since. <laughs> Drank a little too much, got a little too wild. <laughs> and because we wanted the full experience, because we're only going to be together for a week, mm. um... The producers set up scenarios that we weren't aware of happening mm. throughout the week. So there was um, someone had sold all of our furniture on Facebook Marketplace. That, yeah. that was very funny. And then we had a house inspection, right? But five minutes before the house inspection, we went into the house and didn't realise our producers had gone there and trashed the place and, and put a dog in put there. Put a dog in there, yeah. To their defence, though, mm. they were planning on trashing it for us, but when they got there, they realised they didn't have to do that much trashing. They actually tidied up a little. Because when the... when We were going ha- we to clean up before the bond <laughs> inspection. Go when on. the landlord's friend came to do a quick inspection, now this was the actual friend of the lady who owns the house, mm. she found something. 
Was there a party in here? No. 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 There's a hole in the wall. Hole? What hole? In the bedroom. There's a hole in the wall. I think that was here when we got here, wasn't it? No, no. I'm going and I will call Susan. Yeah, she wasn't happy. You did put a hole in the wall. Yeah, she wasn't happy. That wasn't on purpose, that hole. That was not a stunt hole. <laughs> mm, that was a stab. <laughs> that was a legit hole. It, was it, actually, it wasn't a hole. It was actually... All right, all right. Uh, what do you mean all right, all right? <laughs> it was. It was big, man. It's coming out of your part of the bond. Fair enough. Um, so after that inspection didn't go so well, mm. uh, we went home yesterday and we were just milling on the couch. We were chilling. Having a chat. Um, and then um, something happened. Someone rolled in, and you will hear in the next minute a whole lot of stuff play out. Can I just say, mm. this guy <laughs> was huge. Huge. Huge, huge. Yeah, fridge. B- bigger. He was a double-door fridge. He was a deep-freeze chest. <laughs> Here we go. Hi. Hello. Oh, hello. Yes, it's me oh, again. Oh, hey, good. How are you? Attempted to clean up, I think. Hello. I'm going to guess this is your boyfriend. I'm the guy that they call when there's a situation that needs to be solved. I've got to inform you that I've spoken to Susan and um, you guys have broken all the rules, basically. And you guys have got to go. So you have to pack your gear up and get out. Are we being evicted? In the morning or now? Evicted now. You've got about 10 minutes, guys. Well, what are you going to do about it? I'll have to help you leave, unfortunately. No, it's cool, man. (laughs) Grab all your stuff, please. Let's head out. Man, his voice no, sounds like he has ginormous point. testicles. He can hear you. Yeah, that's not an insult. Are you giving a bond back, do you reckon? Oh, Absolutely not. No. And I am packed. <laughs> do you not have anything, sir? This is how I actually used to live growing up, so I'm always good to go. <laughs> Come on, guys, it's not a laughing matter. No, it is. It certainly is not. It certainly is not. That was ridiculous. Come on, guys, you've got about 30 seconds. We've got about go. 30 seconds. You better give me that broccoli, though. You don't want, you want to keep the broccoli? Oh, <laughs> I need the carbs. Can you take the broccoli? There's oh. the remote. You dumbass, you've been sitting on that for the whole week. Thought I felt something. <laughs> well, I'm well, gonna miss this place. Yeah. Gonna miss the memories. Yeah. Alright guys, I'll see you at work tomorrow. Cool. Bye. I'm gonna go sleep in my car. If anyone needs me, I'll probably be hiding in the top of a McDonald's playground somewhere. I think I left my keys in there. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> He ate the broccoli out of my hand. It freaked me out, man. Off the stalk. You were gonna, you were gonna sacrifice all the food in the fridge and the freezer. Well done for remembering the freezer food. And you left the wine. So dump and run, dump and run. He said, "Get out." I was like, "I'm done." I was like, "Stab's leaving the goon. Something's not right here." <laughs> <laughs> you can see the video. This guy is huge, massive, Mick, massive. Uh, go to the Stab Abby Matt Facebook page right now. We get to go. We're back at our own houses now, mm-hmm. and I think we can say it was a great success. We got to live like um, teenagers <laughs> in our early 20s again for a week. We could do it again, but just only on holidays, I think, because that's normally what we do no, when I we th- go camping. Yeah. <laughs> Next time it'll be a retirement home. Yeah. <laughs> can we retire together? Oh, oh my God. Yes. How many holes yeah. are you going to put in the wall then? Oh, God knows. I imagine. I fell off my chair again. <laughs> My mobility scooter just <laughs> ran off by itself. I've Imagine fallen it. and I can't get up. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs>
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I had to do a responsible thing last night. I've been losing my voice because we're all living together and went a little bit too hard, right? Mm. And I was going to go to the Lions game, but I thought if I go there and I'm screaming and then I don't go to work tomorrow. Yeah, it won't look good. Yeah. So uh, I was watching the game from home and it was absolutely fabulous. My hubby and my son went and the Lions won against the Cats, which was, I think, we're third on the ladder now. But I, I love Lockie Neal. Like, Lockie Neal came over from Perth to play, and he was the Brownlow medalist um, mm-hmm. last year. Brilliant player. Had an ankle um, injury, had surgery. I think it was his third game back last night. Right. And then a fall happened, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the cats fell on top of him. And you know how they do that injury from, like, many angles? Uh, and yeah. slow-mo. And, and slow-mo. And yeah. every time, I hate watching it, but I can't stop look away. I'm like, mm. oh! And then they do it from another angle, and you cringe even more. Yeah. And I was just, I was shattered for him because I was like, he's he's done. Like this shoulder injury, like the, the, the arm was like, I don't know, but the arm was mm. hanging off. And yeah, he just, dis- I said dislocated. dislocated. Oh, he just, he couldn't move it. And you know, when they all run and I was like, run faster to support him. And he was in so much pain, his face. I was just like, this is gone. This is the commentary. Now Neil. And it's stinging too, that shoulder. And he's motioning to the sideline. It doesn't look good. The Brownlow medalist looks in real discomfort. That's the type of injury where you think, I'm going to see a grown man cry here. <laughs> well, I always think of his partner. You know what I mean? I'm like, she's up there watching. Like, what would she do? Like, I would run on and I would be like, I'd totally support her running. I'm going, baby, you okay? Oh, I thought oh. you meant the other way where it's like, oh, there goes my week. I'm going to have to look yeah. after him. He's going to have a little bell. Oh, and they're, they're inspecting a baby as Is well. Is that his bum wiping hand? <laughs> no, nah, nah, it's his left. Sweet. We're yeah. good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Play on. So I just thought it was the absolute worst. I'm mm. like, is this a, this is a season-ending injury, mm. right? Mm. He was in that much pain, and they were going to go to uh, Luke Hodges on the sidelines, and they're going to go, we're going to go to him and get a bit of an update, right? They didn't go to him, because next thing I know, this happened. Nine shots to one as Lockie Neal returns to test that shoulder, and this is a flying start now for the Lions. Now, is it true, though, you were saying... Did he just, he flicked it in himself, didn't he? No, he didn't flick it off. I don't know what happened. He just went off and I was like, this is this is season ending. And next thing I know, he's just back on and catches the ball. And then at oh, one point, right. at one point he did sort of put it down like it's sore. And he's like, well, don't need it for kicking. And what, I was just like, oh, Have you seen Lethal Weapon 2? You just pop that bad boy back in. That happens. I've seen footy players, like if something's dislocated, they just whack yeah, it in themselves. Yeah. Is that sexy? If a man... It's, it, well, it's, if a it's, man like was a dislocated shoulder <laughs> and he just like flicks it back in, it's like they don't feel pain. Do women find that hot? Well, I, I find it a bit sexy. You find it a bit sexy? I'll, I'll tell you the difference, right? Mm. I, I know that this is not going to be a popular opinion, but when I'm watching soccer, you can call it football, and they're rolling on the floor and they were poked by a little finger. That's not sexy. Oh, so, I thought yeah. you were, were going to say that's sexy. No, so I would say, <laughs> say in that's a, a very unpopular opinion. A man pretending he's got a hurting no, knee. No, people that oh, really like soccer. I can do that. Oh. <laughs> people that oh. like soccer are like, they're not breaking it, but they are. So, yeah, they these are. guys are like full oh. injured and sometimes just pop fingers back in. Mm. They've got like cuts and they just get it stapled. Yeah, like, you, find, you see, you do find that sexy. Yeah, you I do. do. Like, they, 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 you just know that they would go, I'll look after you, love. And they actually mean it. They'd I, have, like, limbs a, missing, but they'll be like, I can protect you against this bear. I what, got a, that a arm really, missing? Fine, I got another. Really yeah. bad splinter once, and I took it out myself, and I didn't even use tweezers. Like, it was pretty hectic. Yeah, sometimes when my hubby, like, will have okay. a finger <laughs> missing through, like, he'll have a, a, a nail going through his finger, and he'll still be talking about what he's going to do on the weekend. And then he'll pull it out. But you don't like, find that you don't find that hot with him. You find you, you you get angry at him. 
I get angry at him, but then I give him special cuddles after. <laughs> yeah. See, I wonder why he keeps doing it. I'm s- oh, so you oh, think no, it's angry. Yeah. <laughs> Horny is what that is. You should look after like, yourself, but if you're not going to, I will. Come here. Get over here while I spank you. <laughs> but it looks like he's going to be all right. Lucky Neil, it will be sore today, but I don't know if he needs it. Surgery or what the deal is. No, you probably be all right. He probably did it on purpose just to Run get, it off. get all the female fans around him. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Enormous outpouring of celebrity support for Britney Spears. Standing up for herself in court, fighting for an end to her conservatorship. Leave Britney alone! Do you know, all over the world there were parties, uh, hashtag free Britney parties. So people were getting together to hear or, I guess, to watch the stream of um, what she was testifying in court. Mm-hmm. This is about her conservatorship that happened in, I think, 2008, where she did have a, a breakdown and that her dad stepped in. And at the time, everyone was like, that's so good that he's helping her out. Mm. But then it's lasted for so many years and it's become so extreme that people have gone, is Britney okay? Because she's giving very weird messages, I guess, on Instagram, which is her only outlet. Mm. Um, and now she has gone to court. She did a couple of years ago, but it was sealed. Mm-hmm. So this one, you could find out what she was saying. And She's got a boyfriend, doesn't she? Yeah. See, but she's, so she met the boyfriend when she was doing some sort of film clip, right? Um, back in 2016. But he's never really come out and really like supported her it's like he goes oh the conservatorship is fine and is she you know I'll just go along with it like I don't know why he does like a few posts and like wears a t-shirt supporting her with the free Britney but I don't know why he hasn't stood up and gone Britney is mentally okay to look after herself guys Mm. but maybe if he did then the dad has the power to rid him well you wouldn't be able to see her yeah maybe maybe that's a good point Mm. But it just always goes, always, I don't know, maybe a dad supports him. It sounds, it's so, now that we're getting all this information, yeah. it is so dark. So they may make all the decisions. And like Steph was saying before, that there is a time and place for it. If people really have no capacity to look after themselves. Then it's needed. Yeah. Then it's needed. But you've got to remember, when you're looking after someone who's a multi-multi-millionaire mm. and you're getting paid so much money, I mean, why is it the dad just doing it out of the kindness of his heart? Why has he got so much, Great so point. many millions over the years for Great doing it? Point. So he actually stood down a couple of years ago for being the one in control, mm. but still getting 16000 a month, even though he's handed it over to another girl called Jodie. Um, and Jodie, um, so she charged, she's a social worker, she's got a degree in it, mm. she t- um, charged uh, 287000 for looking after her affairs. And then she had to pay another additional cost for her court-appointed attorney. So she didn't choose her attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, the court, um, her dad did, and she pays um, half a million for his services, and that's just for a couple of years. All right. So, so the, the guy who's being in question for being too controlling also yeah. picked the lawyer who could possibly protect her. <laughs> that's a very yes. good point. Yeah, that's not sus. So mm. she make she doesn't make any medical decisions, no business do- um, deals. She um, has a device where she can't get pregnant, um, and she's not allowed to get the doctor to take it out. Mm. Um, she even has. Someone choose when the sons can visit her, which I think is just... Her own children. Her own children. So she was basically saying, like, I am a slave. I went and did the Vegas deal. I told them that I didn't want to do it anymore. Mm. And she said they must have had a weak moment because they were like, yeah, no worries. Like, we feel really sorry for you. And then she went to go and see her psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist was like, why are you doing this? So you're not, you're not, you're not helping anyone. She's like, what do you mean? And after that, they took her off her medications and put her on um, a lithium, which lithium. is... She said it was like she was drunk. She couldn't control herself the whole time. She couldn't even have a conversation with her mum, she said. Mm. 
Where does the mum fit into all of this? Is the mum getting money? No, she's been trying to support her, but I think a lot of people are on the Britney gravy train. So she came out originally and was like, wait a minute, this is wrong. Like, and they're divorced, mm, her parents are, yeah. so don't agree with it. But then there was proven that she's actually on some sort of salary or some sort of kickbacks okay. or still controlling it. Where do you think it started, though? Like, at, when he first took up the um, ownership of her, was he doing it from a good place or did he see an opportunity to take control and take... Do you know what I mean? Like, was well, he... That's, well, I wonder... Because, I mean, that's when she shaved her head, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so she legitimately had a problem. Her parents have been involved in her career from a really young age. Mm. you got to remember she was in the Mickey Mouse Club and they were apparently stage parents at that time. Yeah. So they've always, I guess, given up their jobs to be able to support her. So they've all been involved in the money. But you having know? said that... And look, we, we don't know for sure. We're just taking information and, and making, you know, claims and, and having a guess. Mm. But I know as a dad whether my daughter was Britney Spears or whether she was um, a checkout chick at Woolworths. If she was having the breakdown that she was having, mm. I would have encouraged her to step away from work and to do other things, whereas it seems like the family goes, if she has a breakdown and stops working, the money stops so let's Our have a breakdown, stop. but let's sign a multi multi million deal for her to perform at Vegas because yeah. she's not really happy. No, no, so one, no one pulled her aside and went, "Hey, <laughs> let's let's just step out of the spotlight completely." No, same thing happened to Amy Winehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she got pushed. But people are saying that it's really going to be an uphill battle because you've seen her testify, right, and mm. say that she's not happy, and everyone's like, "Cool, is that it?" But no, now she needs to um, file a, a petition to be released from it. Then, even though she said, I don't want any more medicals, they would have to go and do medicals to prove that mentally she is okay and interview everyone in her life, including the um, conservatorship group and her boyfriend as well to make sure she's okay. So they're saying the most realistic scenario is that it stays in, Mm -hmm. but her dad is removed and different conditions are loosened. God, poor thing. Mm. All right. Well, there'll be a lot coming out as it uh, rolls out. We'll keep you updated. B105.com.au has the latest. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Wally Lewis, the king. He saw the photos of your back lawn, which is when you, uh, you'd you made a bet that the Maroons would win game number one, and uh, because you lost, then you had to get a big New South Wales emblem on your prized lawn. He was horrified, so he's like, he I'm going to come out and bless happy. it, which we are going to get to. We'll get to that in happy. a second. But can I just say to you, having that New South Wales logo on my back lawn is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. But, but having Wally Lewis <laughs> drinking coffee in my kitchen was all time. I, I couldn't believe that Wally Lewis was in my house and we were sharing a cup of Makona. <laughs> <laughs> so in a second, he blesses the lawn um, and we'll, we'll hear that. He's very funny when he did that. But uh, before we get that underway, we were having a chat uh, about his thoughts ahead of Game 2 this weekend. How worried are you about Game 2? Uh, 50% um, concerned. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, but, uh, look, we've got a team that uh, never give up. Queenslanders, they were given absolutely no chance in last year's series, and I think that would be the ultimate promotion by the coach, uh, Paul Green. He'll remind the players that uh, nobody believed that they were going to get anywhere near New South Wales, and to wrap up the series with a win uh, was something quite extraordinary, and surely it will help uh, uh, promote uh, their confidence level for Game 2. What do you think about this um, 18-year-old debutante for the Queensland side? 
He's a wonderful young man. Uh, had the opportunity to uh, uh, to look at his uh, his skills when he first came to the Broncos and was uh, contracted by them. There was a bit of a record that uh, he was an outstanding attacking player. Um, he's only a boy, and there's uh, you know an old theory that um, you've got to have plenty of experience before you get thrown into the Origin arena. Um, I probably go by, by the uh, the old saying that um, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Yeah, right. um, and uh, he certainly will have plenty of talented players around him, giving. Uh, wonderful assistance, uh, but for a fullback, that is going to be the ultimate challenge. I'm sure he's going to be uh, standing under the first high ball that comes his way and thinking, um, <laughs> well, well, maybe the uh, the selectors could have chosen somebody else to, to try and catch this first ball. But uh, Reese um, is uh, is a wonderful player, and I'm sure that uh, that we will have heard plenty about his his name, his ability um, by the time that uh, that we next talk about whether it was the the right decision or the wrong one. Have, have you talked to Kevy about because he didn't make the Broncos starting side, that's why he's gone over to the Warriors. Is that one of those ones where you think Kevin Walters like, oh. oh? well that's up to Kev. Um, you know, he and um, his coaching staff would have had a, a, a pretty long and thoughtful uh, decision-making process to, um, you know, to, to work out whether it was best to keep him. They, they may have thought, I, I don't know, they're the only ones that can answer that one, but they may have thought that perhaps he, uh, you know, he was a year or two away from consistent performances uh, for the Broncos, but uh, they're also going to see that, um, you know, he's a, a wonderfully talented player and perhaps they got it wrong um, in, in making the decision because he hasn't earned... Um, selection in the Queensland State of Origin team uh, as a fluke. He's performed very well for the Warriors and uh, really has impressed every one of his teammates. We have to say big congratulations as well on your first granddaughter. Yes, first granddaughter. Yeah, the uh, the three boys uh, uh, and the big brothers that she got um, were all uh, proudly uh, standing alongside when I had the chance to, to go and, and pick up the uh, the granddaughter. Um, I first. Um, it certainly was a very proud moment and uh, something that um, <laughs> it, it did make me feel proud, but it also made me feel, feel even older than I actually am <laughs> uh, into the granddad club. You know, what are you going to get, Poppy? <laughs> so I think, well... Um, it was it was a wonderful moment for Mitchell and Sarah. Yeah, um, you know they, beautiful. Yeah, it certainly was. And so that's four, they've got four kids. Four yeah, kids now. Boys yep, and then one yep, little girl. Yep, and, and a Tarago. That's Tarago distant uh, time. <laughs> and I it? believe it certainly has uh, been guaranteed as being his last child that will be coming <laughs> yeah. along. Yeah. How, how many do you offer to babysit at once, though? Because uh, like, once you get to four, you don't take all four at once. You go, I'll, I'll take the eldest. Or yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. And the hard part with this is the three boys, and they're you know a little bit older. Um, certainly the, the youngest one, two or nearly three years uh, uh, um, uh, ahead in the age department. They'll be uh, they'll be out on their own, yeah. um, looking after little sister, I guess. Uh, won't be one of their, um, their their most important features in their life, playing and getting away, having a good time will be, but uh, it's it's fun just to see the, the, the thrill of family yeah. life again. It, it really is. It's it's one of the most... I think everybody agrees that the birth of your first child is, uh, is perhaps the greatest moment of your life. Uh, to have that repeated and now have a, a granddaughter, though, makes us all feel very proud. What if they turned out to be New South Wales supporters? I don't think they'll ever do that. I can virtually <laughs> guarantee that. Um, um, I'll just ask them to make another selection of who they support. Uh, How many two. State of Origin games did you win? Uh, we won when I was playing. We won twenty, twenty-three or something like that. Twenty. Um, that's what um, uh, does. Well, that's yeah. why I just want to make sure that you're, like, are you. Do you think you're qualified to get out the bad? Would we say juju. juju of this lawn? Like maybe to give it a bit of a blessing? Yeah, well, I, I enjoyed um, wins in eight of the 11 Origin series I played in and mm. um, I would not have ever wanted to see this in, in a backyard. So I will get rid of it one way yeah. or another. <laughs>
We may have to burn the lawn, do anything we possibly well, can. Well, he's going to cut your grass, mate. Yep. Yeah, there's a little oh, the, bit of grass cutting coming up. The king is the only person I'd ever let cut my grass. <laughs> but I just do want to say, too, because you're a lawn lover as well. Yes. I heard you're, you're a lawn fanatic. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I got a cylinder mower. That was one of the, the Ooh, first bougie. things that I, I did for my first oh, lawn at, yeah. uh, at Norman Park. Yeah. I knew that I had to get it, so I got the cylinder mower. The only thing was, um, it was the, the footpath uh, was on a little bit of an angle, so I used to start the, the, the Scott Bonner and it'll be sliding yeah. down the hill <laughs> yeah. as, we, as we went, but um, used to produce some some wonderful uh, hours. Um, the entertainment in the backyard with the with the headsets on, it was always good. That's how you get the guys, Abby and Stabner, that's how you see stripes in a lawn? We know, that's mate. That's usually... Oh, we know. About that. Yeah, it's really cool, yeah. <laughs> they don't like me, they don't like my lawn oh, chat. you through so many lawn mowers and this one was going to be good and, and then, then you had to take it back. Then the fertiliser and making sure yeah. that you have the, the correct grass, replace the, yep. the rubbish stuff, the weeds. And You know what's all about prep now? Mm. Wait until spring. That's where it's really going to come alive, am I right? All right, well, let's get down there. Let's sort this bad boy out. Next, hear King Wally's reaction to seeing this atrocious logo <laughs> and his very funny blessing of the lawn. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Blues win. I want you to paint your lawn with the Blues emblem on it. Matty lost a bet, didn't he? So yes, that's why yeah. the big New South Wales emblem, and it is huge, mm. by the way, and I know that you hear us bang on about this, but he loves his lawn. He's often out there before work at 3.30 in the morning just checking on it, mm-hmm. checking what the snails are doing. So <laughs> it's been quite a quite a move for you to paint it in blue. Quite a journey. It's been killing me. Um, the King, Wally Lewis, the greatest Queensland player of all time, came out to the house at Oxley yesterday, mm-hmm. and this is him seeing the atrocity. For the very first time. So, welcome to the King, Mr Wally Lewis. Why, thank you. Yes, I'd say that it's wonderful to be visiting this area, but certainly not visiting the backyard. Um, Did you know that it would be that big? No, I thought it was just going to be a uh, much smaller one. This one's taking up uh, half the size of the backyard, which is, that's a disgrace, really, to have advertising <laughs> for New South Wales in your backyard. I am, I am truly sorry. I am, I, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Well, that is the ultimate penalty. If there was an inspiration for any of the Queensland players, <laughs> perhaps we should have said it to each and every one of those on the day. If you lose this game, you're all going to have to have one of these in your backyard. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Everyone always gets tattoos if they win. They should probably get tattoos of the opposition if they lose is a bit of motivation. Mm. I am noticing, though, a lot of weeds are starting to poke through that just that blue section there. There's weeds everywhere in uh, in a blues camp, I guess, uh, particularly in that blue section. And, um, you know, pity it's not a little closer to that outhouse. Again, I keep yeah. bringing that up. You, yeah. you must absolutely hate it more than most people, too, because you've been, like, slammed down onto that sort of thing at Suncorp and, you know... It doesn't feel good, and I'm sure the Queensland players will uh, remember the, the hurt, the pain that they uh, um, receive every time that they get smashed down onto the grass like that, particularly in those colours. On the Maroons, you can cop that. Back in the day, you could be a bit cheekier than you can these days. Were there wages put on, not necessarily monetary, but was there any little bets sort of like this between players in no, State of Origin? Well, none uh, like this, and I regard this as being the ultimate insult, really. <laughs> um, we did have a bit of a punt, um, regard as uh, um, being extremely confident. We, uh, we knew that we could back ourselves and, and do it the right way, but this has got to be the ultimate, I think. <laughs> that is the insult of the century, uh, to have to 
well, not so proudly, have a, a Blues uh, advertising logo in the backyard uh, and to get up and uh, it'll give you good reason to leave by the front door coming in and out of the house every day. Can I also say, too, I didn't appreciate what the two of you mm. did. Yeah. Telling Wally that I was pretending to oh be God, a Maroons fan. Oh, God, so funny. So when you good. were out talking, organising <laughs> it, because you may have seen it on the news last night, they did a big special on it. But I said to them, I said, you guys know that he actually is a New South Wales supporter. And they're like, really? really? Yeah, this is all just a real cover. God. It they funny. bought it, didn't oh, they? Oh, they did. 100%. They kept asking me off camera. <laughs> they were like, hey, just admit it. We don't care. Like, it's all good. And I didn't like it. All right? You, you didn't like it? I Especially did not when we like told it. Wally that really upset Yeah, it was not. No, it's not true. <laughs> yes, I did not like it at all. But, so, after all of that, mm. the king agreed to bless the peace of Queensland um, and use his powers as Wally Lewis to rid it of any bad juju to make sure that that logo does not destroy our hopes on Sunday. Well, standing on this formerly loyal Queensland ground, <laughs> I am saddened to see the blasphemy that has taken place here. This ground that once bled maroon is now tainted by blue and has brought bad karma upon the Queensland Kingdom. I, King of Origin Wally Lewis, hereby rid this foul blue turf of any bad karma and once again bless it with Maroon pride. Let the blue wash away as we head towards victory at Suncorp on Sunday. Preach it, Wally! Preach it! Queenslander! Queenslander! Might be too far, Wally. You just tell me yes or no. Do we wee on it or not? Uh, that's probably a very good idea. Why don't we <laughs> both wee on this grass? <laughs> and hopefully you saw wow. that on Channel 9 News last <laughs> night too. That must have hurt as a New South Wales fan. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Once in 1985, right. I, I can't. Just cut him out. <laughs> we don't even know what the alpha bucks are for the 12th, so um, take care, guys. Thank you. Have a great um, holiday. If you love you, anyway, bye. 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 Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on B one hundred and five.